Thank you, Jesus. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. You're so good. We're going to take just, we're going to do a couple things here. I think I still want you to share some, my friend. Um, you know, just as uh, Felicia was talking about releasing the testimony, uh, you know, here, here's our original plan this week, okay? And we're going to stick to some of it. Uh, um, is as I, I call up Pastor Don, everybody knew that Pastor Don over here was, uh, in Africa for a couple weeks. I said, hey, I'd love to have you just share, share a little bit about Africa, man. Just, just share the testimony of the Lord. And, uh, you know, I was thinking, okay, and then all this crazy stuff happens in our world. And I'm like, you know what? Here's the deal. We still need to hear the testimony of the Lord. <laughs> and so, uh, we're going to take a few minutes here. Uh, Don, just give me till 11.50 at the, the minimum, okay? <laughs> We're gonna close, we want to close with communion. Here's the deal. We want, we want to close at the Lord's table. Like, we want to kind of seal this whole time. I mean, we started in prayer and we just didn't stop. Uh, now you know why we do the announcements early, because once we get going, <laughs> we don't want to stop. I guess that we should take an offering. I don't know. But, uh, maybe we'll just leave it at the door or something. But, uh, I want Don to come. And just kind of share share a few things that happen, and just encourage us that God is at work all over our world. Uh, we're going to celebrate what God's doing. Uh, you know, the enemy, evil gets just a small chance in the eternal picture. Evil gets this, you know, it gets to lift its hand up here or there, and then the people of God get to say, "No, we're going to lift up Jesus." Here's the testimony of the Lord. Here's what God is doing. God's at work all over this earth. He's doing amazing things. He's doing miracles. He's doing things right now all across this globe. And so that's why we share the testimony of the Lord. If we share what God's doing, it releases hope. It releases, it releases fresh faith. It releases perspective. It releases revelation. It can release healing. It can release all kinds of things. The testimony of the Lord is so important. So, my friend, come on up. Let's let's hear a little bit about what what God, the testimony of the Lord. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I just want to say thank you for sending me. You know, part of you sent me to to Africa. So you know what that means. You know that we all return with the blessing of God. Amen. For what God did in Africa, He can do here. Uh, before I left, I heard God continue to say. There's a breaker's anointing. There's a breaker anointing. Jesus is the breaker. There's a breaker anointing out of Malachi, I think, or Micah, one of the two M words. <laughs> but it was a breaker anointing that God was doing. And I shared that with Pastor Jeremy uh, Sutton and uh, what God was doing, actually the whole team. And uh, and I, you know, when I said that, I saw... Remember the story about the four lepers? Remember about those guys? They had enough. They just had enough. They were hungry. And they say, you know what? We could die here or we could die there. But we're leaving and we're going to go find some food. Amen? 
And that is, should be the heart of the church that says, you know what? We're not going to stay right here. We're going to go and find the food of the Lord. Amen? And, and, and this is what, I wrote this down because I wanted you to see this real quick. And, and believe me, I'm, I'm going I'm to try to make it quick. <laughs> In 2 Kings 7, verse 5, it says, And they arose at twilight. They arose at twilight to go to the camp of Syrians, of the Syrians. And when they had come to the outskirts of Syria, the Syria camp, to their surprise, no one was there. And then when you look down, well, you look at verse six and it says, they heard a great noise like a great army. <laughs> and then look at verse seven. Therefore they arose, the enemy, the enemy arose and fled at twilight. So when they moved, God moved. When they had a heart for the things of God, when you had the heart for the things of God, even when you look at it and say, man, I don't know about this thing. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of concerned. I'm kind of nervous a little bit. I don't know how it's going to turn out. But when you step foot, I told the team this. I said, when we step foot in Africa, there's going to be a rumbling sound of the armies of God coming. Amen. And I just felt that in my spirit. We saw God do amazing things. I really do believe because somebody got on the ground. I guess you can say boots on the ground, right? Sounds kind of cool. And let God do some things. Now, we started out in Nairobi, Kenya. And uh, I didn't know this was going to happen. So uh, when you saw the pictures of me having fun, I'm sorry. But they, they gave us two days. You know, Jeremy said, hey, let's do two days and uh, just kind of get acclimated. I said, that sounds like a great idea. You know, and uh, so we had this real nice hotel. And so we went on this safari, you know, saw a bunch of monkeys and saw a bunch of zebras and giraffes and a lioness. She was walking down the, the road towards us. And it's like, dude, I'd whip up my camera, you know, yeah, I got to videotape this thing. You don't see that every day. But she was on a mission. And uh, so we, you know, let her go by, of course. But I thought that was pretty cool. And then after all the fun stuff, we got serious and we went to Imbu. And uh, Imbu is just um, not much of a place, really. Uh, but there's a great church there. And uh, it was... We, we met at a church and said hello, and the next, the next day we did a crusade there. And it was, it was amazing, but nothing really happened there. A lot of things were happening, but that's not where I wanted to go. You know, then, then we went to another place that was an open air in Embu, and uh, I got to preach. You know, and they said, well, you know what? Now, Jeremy already told me, he says, I want you to preach on prayer. I said, okay, I'll do, I'll do prayer. And, uh, when I got there, you know, it was an open air thing. I said, no, 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 no. God's got me doing something else. He's saying something else. So I got, I got a staff, got my staff out. It looked like Moses got out there and, uh, and, um, and there was a pastor over here on my right, on my, on my other right, on my left. <laughs> on my lap, and his name, I met him, and he, he says, I'm Pastor Moses. I said, oh, Moshe, Moshe, you know, in Hebrew. He said, yes, they do call him Moshe in their language. I said, ah, all right. So we kind of hit it off right then because of speaking Hebrew. 
And uh, so right then, God gave me a word. And I, I there was people walking around everywhere. This is an open-air deal. And and uh, and so we, I saw some white people. And it's like, man, they look out of place. <laughs> and uh, they're, they're from Europe, I think, or New, New, uh, New Zealand, New Zealand or something. I don't know. And uh, so I said, who all has given their life to Jesus? And most of them raised their hand. And those people walking by raised their hand. I said, hey, all right, you know. And then we got New Zealand, you know, loving Jesus. And I started off with that. I said, you know what? Unity brings victory. It's when we come together in unity, we will have the victory that God has for us. So I gave this whole message. I don't want to go through all of it. But uh, I will. If you let me loose, I'll go through it. And uh, anyhow, the staff was part of that because it means it means tribe. It means staff is metah. And it means when our Bibles, it means the authority of God and it means a tribe. And see, they're all known as tribes there. They want to know what tribe are you from. So we had the Maasai tribe and we had, uh, what was the other ones that did all the carvings? The Kamba, the Kamba the Kamba tribe, and Kamba, yeah, Kamba. It's kind of, anyhow, there, there are many other tribes, but that's the two I met. And um, and so I started to preach this whole thing, and, and it, the rain was coming down. They're starting to sprinkle, and I said, like, oh, God. So I'm out there, you know, and I'm preaching, and I got my interpreter with me. We're having a fun time, man, because he was rolling with me. And, uh, man, we were just having so much fun, and God was moving. And Pastor Moshe told me afterwards, he called me when I got home, when I got home, and he said, when you preach, seven people come to know the Lord. I said, praise God. That's a great number, too, number seven. So, um, you know me. So I, I was loving that. And then right when I said, amen, the rain came down. I mean, in a storm. And, uh, Prophet, we had a prophet, his name is Prophet John. He got the microphone. We tag teamed a lot of this. We kind of, we do really tag team. And, uh, so he came on. He ended the whole thing real quick, but it was really powerful what God was doing. So that was just the beginning. So now we go to Brisinga and it's a great place too. And if you look at my Facebook, you'll see all these pictures. Um, you'll notice my little 98 year old girlfriend. Did you see her? Oh man, she's a precious lady. 90, I had learned 98 years old. And, uh, so she's out there dancing and she's, she's kind of cool because, you know, how she dances is kind of a native thing. And, uh, and she's dancing this whole thing. So I'm videotaping it, you know, and, and she's, and then, you know, we had Jake on the guitar. He came with us at Jake uh, Sanchez and he's, he's amazing. And so he's doing, he was, he was, you know, just really getting into this one song and she was too, you know, so they're both kind of at each other, you know, with each other doing this thing. And it was a powerful thing. And then it got real quiet and, and Jake started singing this really soft song and she came out with this speaking in tongues word and everything. You can feel the reign of the spirit of God fall on that place and said God and she she went on another pastor interpreted for and then that's when everything sparked everything moved and people were healed we had people come up and now because they speak Swahili kind of you know kind of hard to understand them a little bit but we're praying over them you know John the prophet 
you know, and, and Jeremy was up there praying for them and, you know, and all of us and, you know, Jake was still playing and, and we were praying over them and this, and God was moving and one lady came back the next day. She says, I've been healed of sugar diabetes. She said, my, all my sugar is now normal. And these other people, they were all saying, yes, God healed me. God healed me. God healed me. What did he heal you from? They took off. They, they went back to their seats. It's like, okay, God healed you. Amen, you know. That don't, it doesn't matter what they got healed from. Is that they got healed. Amen. And God was just moving. And the amazing thing about these people in this place in, in Rasinga is that before we got there, they've been there a day before. Already having services from morning until evening. And then the day before that, they had an all-night prayer service where they stayed all night long. Now, they probably sung the song, too. Sorry, brother. All night long. <laughs> Anyhow, and uh, they had this all-night prayer service, and then they had this crusade. So from no, uh, morning until evening... And then we got there, you know, we come in like we're the thing, you know, and uh, four white guys come on in and they're already worshiping and stuff. Man, you just could not help because it's so contagious and God was moving and we just came in and we just we just celebrated with them on a dirt floor with open windows with bricks, you know, that was just open. The whole ceiling was was uh, uh, corrugated metal, you know, it's starting to get warm. You know, and I don't do, do, I don't do well in warm and I don't do well in hot and I'm starting to sweat. Man, I look like T.D. Jakes. You know, I got my rag out. And I was wiping my head and it's like, whoo, Lord. And, uh, anyhow, it was so powerful what God was doing. And then the next day we came back and we did the, uh, the sessions. So I had my group outside and I had my little 98 year old girlfriend out there with me. And, uh, and I had about 25 other folks and, as you know, they've been there all day and they've been there for several days. They're wearing the same clothes they wore the day before, you know, but they're so hungry for God. It says, if this was where God's depositing everything, I want to be there. So they're going to be there and they're going to stay all day long. When we had lunch, they just pulled out the chairs from the sanctuary, pulled them outside up underneath the tree and, and ate what they had left. Is that, is that amazing? Now the guy who, who, uh, Put, who tried to provide everything for everybody, some food, he went and sold two cows so they would have food for the next three days. As he has six cows, and now he's, he gave two of them, sold two of them. That's their livelihood. And that's how much they want God. And it's been amazing to see the hunger of God's people, and God was filling them up. I really do believe that God was filling them up. So we, we, we went from Masinga and, uh, loved, oh, I did the prayer thing and I had people sleeping on me. But we, just nice. It's just nice to see them sleep. Because they've been there for so long and these are old. I mean, 98 years old. Had another old gentleman over here, another one, another one, another one. They just, you know, it's like, Lord bless them. Lord bless them. Lord bless them. I don't want to be too loud. Lord bless them. I'm outside and they're in the sun, you know, and so I just bless them. And they, they, they come back and he, I got finished with my interpreter come back to me and said, man, they love you. That's like, man, tell them I love them too. You know, I had a great time. So I'm pretty, you know, different. It's okay to be different, right? All right. Let me go through here. 
Ah, Moshe. Magori. Oh, yeah, Prophet John. He, uh, at home, uh, in San Diego is where he's from, and he's already preparing his time for this, and he knows nothing of Kenya. He doesn't know the towns or anything. And he started writing down um, a prophetic word about the rain. The rain will come as soon as we leave. The rain will come as soon as we leave. And he says it's in uh, Rosinga. Um, I think he said something about Bangoma. But he didn't, he didn't know what any of these towns were. But he wrote them down. And once we left Rosinga, I believe, I believe it was Rosinga. It might have been Embu. I can't remember. And uh, But it just started pouring down. You, you'll see my video. I have to go back through my video and watch it. I said, what town were we leaving? Because we left like five of them. You know, I just like, God. And they're not close together. You know, we drove 11 hours one day. And uh, so we were just wiped out when it's all said and done. But with, um, but he, he had a prophetic word, and God did everything. Everywhere we went, and this, they haven't had rain in one place in you, uh, Embu, they haven't had rain in two years. I'm preaching in rain in Embu. You know, and then people are just like, they're, they're ecstatic what God was doing. And at the end of that, I guess is when Pastor, or Prophet John came out, and he told them about the rain. And so it had to be in Embu. And so, but when we left Rasinga, it started to rain. When we left Bungoma, it started to rain. So that, it's just amazing what God was doing. And uh, it's like his rain was coming. His refreshing rain was coming. Okay. Now we're going to a church, uh, uh, travel to Bungoma. And there's a church there called Christco. Christco is an acronym of the, you know, the CEO is an acronym of something. I can't remember what it was. But they call it Christco Church. That's an amazing church. And uh, they had amazing worship, people in worship. I mean, this place was packed. And if you know me any, um, I get kind of anxious and got a little anxiety when people are really close to me, you know, really close and front and back to me. It's like, and I, we got hundreds of people in this tiny building. It's like, I can't get out. I'm, I'm stuck, you know. And it's like, dude, I'm going, what's going to happen here? It's like, I'm praising you, Jesus. Even though I feel a little anxious here. And we had an amazing time there. And when we drove up to this place, and this is where I want to kind of let you know that what God is doing here today, He did there. Now, Now listen, when we drove up, when we drove up, I heard God say, the lion is not silent, cannot be silenced. The lion cannot be silenced. And I looked up, you know, Joel 3.16. It says, the Lord will roar upon Zion. And so they asked me to come up and speak. So I, I just started out. I said, the Lord gave me a word driving up to this place that the lion cannot be silenced. And that place exploded. I was like, well, I guess that was a word from the Lord. They all. And I said, the Lord says in Joel 3.16 that the Lord roars in Zion. The Lord is about to roar in this church. And the place exploded again. And so we had an amazing time, but it was confirmation that it's not over. And what we heard today that the roaring of the Lord, 
the roaring of the lion is telling, trying to tell us that there's victory in him. No matter what the devil tries to paint across the television screens and across our nation and across our city, God is victorious. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So anyhow, we had a great time. We had a great time in what God was doing. We went to Lifehouse, um, uh, and Jeremy has two churches there. Well, he has two churches that he started with. When we left Bungomi, he had 19 churches. So we, we planted. We had other people come in underneath his banner, and that's what he wanted to do, and uh, to help support them and, and give them resources. And uh, so that's what his heart is. That's what his vision is, which is an amazing vision. And these people do need a lot of help. They don't have money. And so, you know, there's a lot of orphans. You know, we, we have it everywhere, right? Poland? Poland have orphans? They have a, a big supply of orphans. You know, Kenya is the same way. Nepal is the same way. I've been to Nepal. And there's orphans everywhere. And uh, so that's what they want to do. They want to help all of those. And they, they give what they can. And I think he gives quite a bit to their churches. Now he's got... 1920 of them. So that's an amazing thing, isn't it? It's an amazing thing that God would do this. And I had a word from Mangoma. And I gave it to Pastor Jeremy and, and said, I think this might be a word. And it was the day before we went there. And, and it might be a word for us. Now, I think I might have shared a little bit of what was in my spirit. Did I, did I share about the watchman any before I le- left? The watchman in Isaiah 62 uh, he says, I've set watchmen on your walls. Church, that's exactly who we are. The watchmen are the prophetic people. They're the ones who see way out. Okay? It's the prophetic people. And I believe God is raising up a prophetic people. In this day, and I'm not talking about an office of a prophet, but you know what Paul says, everyone can prophesy. Right? Encouragement, you know, and all these things. But you may not, you may not prophesy what's coming, you know, in the future, because you're not a prophet, but you can operate as a prophet to encourage people. Is that understandable? So I, I believe there's a watchman, prophetic watchmen are being set up upon the walls of the church of God. Now, if you, uh, I'm not going to go through all the Hebrew stuff, but it, it, this word, in Hebrew, and you know how I do things. Now it's written with three letters. Watchman. It's Safan. Safa, excuse me. Safa. Safa is watchman. So it's gonna be with a, a um, Zadik. A Zadik. Zadik is a, a, like a person that's bowing down. Like what, what we were today. It's being humbled and righteous. And the letter looks like this. And he said, this is the watchman. The watchman, Zadik, to Fay, mouth. The watchman speaks, hey, revelation of God, the breath of God. The watchman, the humble man of God, humble woman of God, humble people of God, the righteous people of God, will speak the breath of heaven to the people. And I believe God is about to rain down a new prophetic reign upon his church. Amen, church? All right, it's a quarter till, Pastor. I didn't do too bad. I mean, I got another page and a half you'd want me to go. But I believe God is doing this. 
And I believe that God is saying also, what do you see? As he said to Jeremiah, what do you see? Because God is always going to ask you because he wants to see if you're really looking into what he's trying to say. Amen. What do you see? I, 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 I do this all day long. I said, God, show me something. I want to see. I want to see. I want to see what your word has for me and my people. Amen. He says, what do you see? Now, I'll, I'll teach this one day. But if you look at uh, uh, Jeremiah 1, 11 through 12, and he, he goes to this, and the Lord came to him saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? He says, I see a branch of an almond tree. Then the Lord said to me, you, you have seen well, for I am actively watching over my word to fulfill it. And today during worship, I was over here. I think it was everywhere. But I was really, stand up, uh, Cooper. And the angel was over here, and he was watching your mouth. He says, I'm watching over your words to perform it. What are you about to say? Because what you say, I'm going to do. And I think God had angels over everybody looking at your mouth. What are you saying? What are you saying? Because I'm about to do it. Whatever you say, I'm about to do it. If you're doing what the word of God says, I'm about to do it. You want healing? I'm about to bring it. You want victory? I'm about to bring it. You want prosperity and whatever you need right now? I'm not a prosperity preacher. I'm, 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 but I believe God will meet your needs. Amen? Amen? So I'm about to do what God has. If you need hope, I'm about to bring it to you. If you need comfort, I'm about to bring it to you. If you need joy, I'm about to bring it to you. If you need love, I'm about to bring it to you. Because I'm watching over my word. That's what he's doing. Now this is a whole play on words. I'll do it one day. Almond. Uh, all of it comes from the same root word. To wake up and arise. I think we heard that this morning. This whole thing is a word, is a word game with God. It all means wake up and arise and listen and see. Amen. Amen. Thank you for sending me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh man. That was good. Hey, someone take Don and Gina to lunch and you can hear more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> If you weren't aware, I don't know if we announced this before, but uh, Pastor Jeremy that he referenced, that's Lifehouse Church here in Midland. Hey, you know what? We're all we're for all the Jesus churches in Midland, amen? Uh, Anne Odessa and what, wherever, uh, we're all on the same team. So I think that's exciting that we were able to just get people from all over and send them on this team for one purpose. I mean, that's a great picture of the church right there, amen? That yeah, we're not, we, we can come together, uh, you know, we're one tribe. We are one tribe. And the tribe, the tribe, the line of the tribe of Judah, or the tribe of Jesus right now. And so, uh, we've been, the, the banner is, is, is his name over us. The name of the Lord. We are covered by him, and we've been marked forever by his blood and by his presence. There's a, there's a distinguishing mark on everybody who's a believer. Look, I'm not talking physical, I'm talking spiritual. It says, this one belongs to Jesus. I mean, did you know that in the spirit right now? When you are dealing with anything that's going on in your world, you have a mark on you. You have a, you have a big old something 
Maybe a cross would be really biblical or something. You have, you, cross marks the spot. And everything, everything that would, would be anything of the devil, any demon, anything that would try to come against you, they know right away. There's one right there. There's one. There's one. There's one. Oh, there's one. I see that one right there. Because you've been forever marked by Jesus. Whew. Pastor Don also says that he's not that great of a preacher, so I don't know if that, if that wasn't preaching, then I don't know what that was, right? <laughs> you can preach too, brother. Don't worry. You can teach, preach, prophesy. You can do it all. <laughs> Whatever God's calling you to do. So uh, anyway, if you want to hear more, I'm, Don can give you more stories. I know some of us, we got the the the, the novel on Facebook. I mean, Don is the only one I know that actually is, is writing a whole book on Facebook each day, okay, with pictures. It's a picture book. That's that's nice because we like pictures. You don't want all text. <laughs> Everybody likes pictures or videos with their book, right? You know, you know, if it's just le- letters, it can get a little boring. But uh, so, uh, but seriously, if you want to hear more, I mean, we just wanted we gave you a taste today, and uh, you know, get together with 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 him and them sometime and, and hear some stories and, and just celebrate God, uh, you know, celebrate God. And if God, if, if, if the Lord has ever put the, put the, uh, I almost said the nation, the continent of Africa or the nation of Kenya on your heart, man, you need, you need to connect here and just say, just share some stories, share the testimony of the Lord with me. Cause if that's on your heart, it's on your heart for a reason. Uh, doesn't mean who knows. I don't know what the reason is, but there's a reason. Uh, that you, that you've been connected there. So, anyway, um, we're so excited for what God is doing all over the earth. Isn't that isn't that encouraging to say? Kind of take our eyes off of sometimes you know what what the enemy wants to do is just get us focused on us, where we are stuck here, and then we like, well, I don't want to go out and do anything. I don't want to get no 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 no. <laughs> no, we're not going to be silent. We're not going to be silent. You know, I really believe the word Jesus has for us as as we come and, and kind of just seal this time today. Because, man, it's been just kind of a free-flowing time. Uh, none, of the, none of our plans have, have happened necessarily that... Uh, Many are the plans of man, but the Lord, <laughs> the Lord does what He wants. That's my little interpretation of Proverbs. <laughs> Many are the plans of man's heart, and God says, "I'm going to do whatever I want anyway." Thanks for checking in. Um, <laughs> but I, I do feel like it's appropriate for us to close just our gathering time today at the table of the Lord. And you know, Jesus said, "Do this in remembrance of me." He's at the table with his disciples. He took bread and he broke it. And he said, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Then after that, it says he took the cup and said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this. Every time you drink of this, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. And so... Today, Jesus would say this, get your eyes on me. You know, to me, that's part of what, what the communion is, is it's, it's a refocusing. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a realigning that says, whoa, 
Anytime I wander off, I need to come back to Jesus. That Jesus is the answer. Nothing has changed since yesterday or last week or two weeks ago. The answer is still the same. Jesus and what he's done. The gospel, as my wife opened this service so beautifully with, the gospel of Jesus is good news. And the gospel is needed more than ever. Maybe we're a little bit more aware of it now. Maybe our, you know, it's, it's, it's come home a little bit closer. But here's the deal. The answer is Jesus. Jesus is our hope. Jesus is our future. Jesus is our healing. Jesus is our savior. Jesus is our comforter. Jesus is our deliverer. Jesus is the one who is the reigning king over this earth. And he would pull our eyes back from anything else that would take my attention or take my affection and say, remember me. Remember me. We fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. The joy set before him He endured the cross for us. He's one worth keeping my eye on. We got any ushers? Ushers, if you want to come up. We don't need the worship team. Let's just... Go ahead and and ushers, if you want to just pass out both the, the bread and the cup. Jesus also said, in this world, you will have trouble. You will have trouble. That's one of the promises of God we don't quote. I know there's a second part to it. I I know. (laughs) In this world, you will have trouble. But then he said this. Here's the greater promise. Here's the one that supersedes it. Take courage. Take heart. For I have overcome the world. That's John 16, 33. If you need to see it in your Bible, post it on your wall. If that's encouraging to you today. Jesus would say to us as the church, take courage. I have overcome the world. You know, we declared and worship so many beautiful things. Lisa just picked a, you just connected with the Lord with a beautiful group of songs. Uh, man, I was just looking at the words. Every time we sang, sang a song, I was just like, oh my goodness, this is what we need to say. You know, there's sometimes you just need to say certain things where you just need to, you just need to be led. You know, God will lead you to a certain scripture. He'll, he'll say, read this, say this. You need, you need to, you need to hear this right now. You know, the Holy Spirit is leading you into truth. Every time, if you need truth, you need the Holy Spirit to lead you.
The Spirit of God is leading you into truth. And you have to take time to follow Him. You gotta listen. You gotta, you gotta take a minute to refocus, to recalibrate, to get connected to Him, but He's leading you into truth. And He's speaking life. Wherever He's at, He's speaking life. And so, we be encouraged today to keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Thank you, Lord. If you've got your bread and cup, let's stand up, will you? If you if you've got it, go ahead and stand. For those that don't got it yet, wait to. If you can stand, if you can't stand, you're good. We're, Thank you, Lord. Get the guys in the booth, somebody. There there they are. I'll take some, too. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jerry. You know, as a worship team, normally you wonder, we actually do communion before service sometimes just because we, if we're up there on the platform. So this is my second time to receive, and I'm so honored to receive it with you as as a fellow member of the body of Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just hold up the hold up the cracker that represents the body of Jesus. Jesus, our world is still broken. And I thank you that you chose to break yourself for the healing of the nations, for the healing of the cities, for the healing of the families, and for the healing of every human being on this earth. Jesus, what you have done is already enough. And so we choose to put our eyes upon you and to receive your life into our life. That our hearts, minds, bodies, souls, and spirits will be reignited and restored and rejuvenated and renewed in your likeness. In Jesus' name, go ahead and receive together as the body of Christ. As you take your cup, that represents the blood of Jesus. Oh, this is powerful, guys. The blood of Jesus is powerful. You know, this is just juice. But what it represents is power. Power to forgive. Power to deliver. Power to free. 
We thank you, Jesus, that there's wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. And we thank you, Jesus, that you poured out your, your blood for this entire earth because you loved the world so much that you said, I'm going to give every ounce of who I am to save them. And so we honor you, Jesus, and we thank you, and we receive into you the very life of who you are into our spirits. Let it rejuvenate our bodies. Let it change our minds and renew our minds to think like you. God, let it stir our mouths to declare your praises and prophesy and speak the word of God with boldness. May it cleanse our eyes so we can see properly, God, so we can see people and love them like you love them. May it cleanse our ears so we only hear what's really the truth and not be led down a path of lies. Jesus, we receive the power of your blood into our lives. And it's in your name we pray. Go ahead and receive. Amen.